we would like to acknowledge the Wurundjeri, Dharawal and Yuin people, traditional custodians of the lands on which we record this week, and also acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to the Elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Welcome to episode 242 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. My name is Melissa Ellis and I'm joined by a man who's not parkrunning at the moment but did enjoy a freedom run with his daughters. Welcome, Ollie. Thank you, Mel. How's it going? It's really good. And I believe you took Zali and Ava out on the weekend for a junior park run. Oh, a not junior park run. A not junior park run, because that's the closest thing we have here, so it kind of suited. It's very generous to call it a not junior park run, I must admit, but the intent was there, can I say. <laughs> we, we covered two Ks, so uh, it was slightly disrupted. One was skipping. The other one, should we just call her the lead bike in the end? Oh. But, yeah, nonetheless. <laughs> oh. Well, I think skipping's okay. I'd accept that. Oh, look, and seeing how well she covered the 2K skipping, um, obviously we'd need to go back at the pack or something like that, but I think she's up to it. That's like a level up. (laughs) Yeah, maybe so. The weather looked fine up there in New South Wales. Yeah. You had a good weekend. Yeah, we had a pretty good weekend. And, hey, look, you know, we're all still in lockdown up here in this part of New South Wales at least and with such fine weather everyone was out exercising and it was a nice winter's day it was it was not too cold it was sunny it was quite calm on Saturday at least on not park run day so uh, yeah look up Mel I did take advantage I got up and and decided to do things a little differently so after the Euro soccer had finished jumped on the bike and went for a bike ride with Hannah, 5K bike ride. So um, I can't say I've done that very often. Then I did my own knot park run. So I reinvigorated Bass Point knot park run. Mm -hmm. Been a long time since I've done that one. Good to hear. And then, uh, yes, the junior knot park run, which, which I have to admit, did include all five members of the household. Excellent. So uh, I did have support, yeah. Oh, good. So Kathy came and... Kathy and came, Hannah came, came. And Hanny came, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, it was quite an active morning. Oh, that's good to know. So no park run. Um, don't know whether there will be one this week at this stage. A suggestion that the lockdown will finish, but it was still nice to enjoy that time. Do you think... Because, like, I don't know, from down here, look, looking from afar, it doesn't look promising. No, no it really doesn't. <laughs> um, and, and it has been positive to see some of the positive changes. We've seen lockdowns across, well, what has it been? Northern Territory, Queensland, WA, New mm-hmm. South Wales. And, you know, some of those have improved, the situation's improved, and hopefully they continue in the same trajectory. New South Wales... 
not so great. Mm. Yeah, yeah, people still seem to be celebrating, having parties, celebrating lockdown. Mm. So we'll see. Well, well, our fingers are crossed for you. Thank you. Yeah. And what about yourself, Mel? How was Parkrun Day? The first Parkrun Day, that is. I've got the to get it right. The first Parkrun Day. <laughs> Saturday Parkrun Day. Yeah, fabulous. It was really, really good. Well, as I mentioned in social media, I don't think I mentioned it at the end of the pod last week, I went out to Pakenham Park Run, which was an event I've done a few times before. Yeah. However, it is situated halfway between where two of my kids live. So I went out Friday night and stayed with Jake, my son, and then in the morning got up and travelled a short distance to my daughter's house to pick up her dog, Dustin, my grand doggy, yep. who I have previously mentioned that I've done park run with, a bark run with. And uh, yeah, Pakenham is like halfway between where Sarah and Jake live. So it's just perfect, the perfect location, a lovely flat out and back course, a very fast course for Victoria. I really think it's underrated. I've done one of my fastest times out there at Pakenham. Okay. Yeah, Jake came down with his girlfriend, Leah, and their Border Collie and uh, my my other daughter, I do have five kids, so my other daughter, Olivia, <laughs> and her partner, Sean, they joined us as well. I had Zoe there and, of course, I had Dustin. So it was a real family occasion and the weather was wonderful. The sun was out. It was a little bit cold but, you know, not overly. I did hear it was kind of cold down that way. On the news there was this whole issue about, Victoria having an Arctic blast. I don't know, Ollie. I didn't. I didn't feel any Arctic blast. It, it was quite fine in Meltdown, and it was quite fine in Pakenham. So I'm not really sure. Soft. <laughs> yeah, I think it, I think they overplayed it a little bit yeah, just okay. quietly. Yeah. But this is the thing. Okay, so Dustin, he was so excited when I turned up to to get him. He's now starting to associate seeing me with going for a run, which is great. <laughs> and he's so good in the car. He has his little doggy seatbelt and everything. And yep. we get to park run and I have to stand completely away from any other human person because he just wants to jump up and say hello. <laughs> so we, we just sort of stand really far away on our own where he can't jump up and put mud on anybody. And then I'm not really accustomed to standing at the back of the group when you start to run, but we had to do that just to keep him away from humans. Yeah. Because uh, he's not mean or, or aggressive. He's just too friendly and just want, he's not very well trained. Maybe that's the problem. Yeah. Oh, look, he's, he's a new park runner. That's, that's to be expected. Yeah, he's got to learn the etiquette. Yeah. I'm working on it. Anyway, so we started way at the back and ready, set, go, and off we go. And he just ran. Oh, my goodness. He pulled me and I have a new appreciation for dog assisted because <laughs> we were doing a cracking pace. And for the 5K, I definitely had a post-COVID PB. Well done. 100%. My official results don't reflect that because we did have to have a toilet stop, unfortunately. <laughs> so Strava tells me I'm what not my... I'm going to ask which of you it was for. That's okay. That's... <laughs> yeah, it wasn't me. Save that for offline. Yeah, okay. <laughs> hint, hint, it wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, Strava tells me what my actual running time was, which I was very impressed with and very happy with. Yeah, I prefer that one, usually, that version of the truth. Yes, but that wasn't what my official result was recorded at sadly yeah but he pulled and he just would have gone faster than me until about four kilometers i noticed at about the 4k point he was still running 
Yep. He wasn't dragging me along as much. He must have started to tire slightly. Well, just settled into your, I suppose, your, your relative pace. <laughs> Took a bit of familiarisation, yeah. re-familiarisation. So that's great. So I thoroughly mm. enjoyed that. I think we'll continue back and probably Pakenham will be our regular park run of choice, which will help me to build my P-index out there. Yeah, okay. Which was great. Now, Olivia turned up, didn't have her barcode. Oh, <laughs> her partner, Sean, it was his first experience with the park run. Yep. He's not registered yet, so, you know, work in progress there. But Jake and his girlfriend leah they turned up with their barcodes and well i think on the balance of things you you still got the majority registered yes. registering a result and hey everyone was there it sounds like a great morning good numbers out at pakenham it was event 310 which i did not have so yay well done tick 102 participants and uh having a little look at the um, results list that included three first-timers. Yep. But taking Dustin and my experience with being dog-assisted led me to <laughs> investigate further. Have you ever actually recorded anybody as being dog-assisted officially in results? I've not come across nor certainly ever had to record anyone as dog-assisted. Typically, I would park run at courses where dogs aren't allowed, so I haven't come across dogs park running, to be perfectly honest. Oh, you can't have dogs at Shell Harbour. Mentioned it, not me. Um, <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> um, I don't know what they allow at Toolin Creek. <laughs> but, yeah, look, I, my understanding as, as it goes is that it's – is it all based – on is it maybe you better explain it Mel, <laughs> rather than me guess oh okay so ollie i did look up what the official line was for assisted runs and and this is what i found the option to mark a performance as assisted has been created in order to protect course records and age records from being set by participants being aided by running with a dog as such where a record is set by an individual running with a dog and using a Canny Cross style harness, this performance is to be marked as assisted on WebFMS. Where a record is set by a participant using a handheld lead, then it is up to the local event team on the day as to whether or not they believe the performance was assisted and they should mark the performance accordingly. In the latter case, the event team's decision is final. So I think, you know, had I been perhaps in the top 10 finishes for the day uh, yeah. with the obvious assistance I had from my said dog, I could have potentially been marked as dog assisted. There was no course records being set mm. by myself and Dustin. Mm. <laughs> we weren't threatening any course records. so, And I had a, a handheld lead for him. I don't know what this canny cross style harness is. Is that that one of those ones that goes around your waist, maybe? Yeah, having seen the images, that's that's my understanding. Again, haven't done the research. Apologies, mm. but clearly it's leaning towards those that are, as you say, geared towards pushing the you know the records, pushing the boundaries. Who knows? Dustin and I could get there. You know, we could train. Yeah. Yeah, just, just hang on for dear life, basically. It's like, <laughs> okay. got the right leash, you're halfway there, ticking the criteria. I'll have to get one of those fancy round-the-waist leads now. Yeah. Um, and, hey, what about age grades? 
you could be, you know, you never know with different respective, you know, course records. Like every course has different records at different brackets and whatnot. So it's very difficult to tell. So Yeah, I kind of assume, Ollie, that I don't threaten any kind of records in any category. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I'm I'm not really thinking that I'm <laughs> a threat in any of those. But yeah, uh, yeah. so if I did, that would come as a complete surprise. <laughs> yep. But it was fun. I just loved having him. He's just the happiest dog. Yeah, it was just a great morning having him there. He's still a puppy, so he needs a little bit more etiquette when it comes to being at Parkrun and not jumping up with his little muddy paws on <laughs> on people, you know. You get all kinds of dogs from what I have seen, the, the few I have been to. You've got those that are just raring to get out there, some that I think – they're pros, you know, they, they just take it all in their stride. Then you've got the dogs that want to be part of the run brief as well. Well, the good thing is Ollie's not one of those barky dogs. Oh, okay, yeah. He's not vocal during yep. the event brief where, you know, I am aware uh, there are times where some people have trouble to keep their dogs quiet during the event brief because they're so excited they know yeah. park run's about to start and they're very vocal. And that's right. To clarify, I'm certainly not trying to be anti-dog. <laughs> value everyone's contribution. I think to, to each dog their own. And um, <laughs> the one thing Dustin needs to take away, rookie error, toilet break beforehand. I know. You go to the portaloo first, just yes. in case. Yes, exactly. Empty yeah. out. Yep. Goodness me. Yeah. But luckily we were prepared, so that's okay. Well done, Mel. Yes. Uh, and uh, and Junior's, Ollie. How was Junior's? Parkrun day two. Yes. I got down there and the event course check person had been out and back and the run director for the day was there and I inquired on the course mm-hmm. and I think I might have said something along the lines, there's no water in the puddle, is there? <laughs> and... Adam, who had gone out and checked the course, his eyes lit up and he goes, yes, the puddles are full. (laughs) So exciting. Yes, we had puddles. We had two puddles, Ollie. So not only is there Puddle Marshal 4 at the 400-metre mark, there was Puddle Marshal 2 at the 200-metre mark. We had multiple puddles. We had puddles everywhere. (laughs) It was Puddle-a-Palooza. Is that a word? Well, Puddle-Palooza. Love it. (laughs) Love it. Uh, and, and that's good because, look, Mel, I have been studying the course description for Ainsbury Heritage Trail Junior Park oh. Run and given the mention of potential puddles, yeah, it's good to see that, you know, it, it is actually showing up and legitimate. <laughs> but I, I suppose the question is you had puddles. Did you have ducks? Yes, I ran back quickly to my car <laughs> and got said duck out of the car and I actually have a couple of other little, you know, regular rubber ducky size because I bought a giant duck for yes. said Puddle Marshall. The duck, yes. Yeah. But I've got a couple of other regular-sized rubber duckies, so we grabbed them out too and they were quickly given to Puddle Marshall 2. The puddle at Puddle Marshall 2 basically spanned the whole track. (laughs) Uh, So the kids had to be directed sort of off the trail and around the puddle to get past that one. But that's okay. It's it's a water feature. That's right. It makes us unique. Yeah, we we operate in our environments. Exactly. So it's now a matter, Ollie, of naming that Ainsby Heritage Trail Junior Park Run duck. Yeah, that's quite right. And, hey, it looks like we have had some feedback to that. Mm, There's a bit of interest. Yes. Yeah, so Tracy in a tutu, she suggested the Ainsbury Puddle Duck. Feeding. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then Adrian Hillier, he did... 
suggests that we either called the duck Bruce or Purdy. <laughs> and Dawn Branton, she liked Bruce. Yep. She gave the thumbs up to Bruce. What did Bruce like? Bruce Bruce had a suggestion that we, we can't mention on a P-rated podcast. <laughs> <laughs> P? PG. Oh, PG. Yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, he did suggest Ernie, which I thought was a clever suggestion. Did you get the reference for Ernie? Well, I remember Ernie singing a song about his rubber ducky. Yes. There we are. Yes. Ernie from Sesame Street yeah. had a rubber ducky. Yes. But uh, Tanya, Tanya likes Jemima Puddle Duck. Ah, yes. A bit of a literary reference there. From Wind in the Willows. Yes. Hmm. So they're the suggestions that we've got to mull over. Oh, how do you possibly pick? Oh, I've got a favourite already. Okay. I'm not sure if I should divulge it yet or I'll leave it till next week. <laughs> I look, I think a bit of suspense. Give more people an opportunity to name the duck. Yeah, good idea. More suggestions would be good. Yeah. We'll leave it open for another week. And let's just cross our fingers and toes that there'll still be puddles for that duck to enjoy. So here's a funny thing, Ollie. So I took off on Friday morning to the other side of town mm. because that's where I was headed for the day and staying the night over there for park run the next morning. So I had no idea that that we'd had torrential rain in Meltown on Friday. I didn't know. That's why I was not expecting the puddle to be full. Yeah. Well, as I understand it, you need rain or essentially flood to um, to fill that puddle. Correct. Yes. That's why my expectations were pretty low because I thought, no, oh, there hasn't been any rain. There won't be a puddle. But unbeknownst to me, there was torrential rain. Thank you, Rain. And in terms of the junior park run itself and the morning. Oh, yes. I should actually mention that, shouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, details. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's all about the puddle. Yeah. We had 14 kids. Mm. So we had one more than the previous week. And, uh, look, the weather was fine. It was a beautiful morning in the forest. Everybody had a good morning. It was a success. Down at Ainsbury at the moment, there's a bit of a festival going on. The uh, local developer has got an ice skating rink happening. We had brunch afterwards, a short walk from where Junior Park Run finishes. Like I'm talking a couple of hundred metres from the park run to the area where we have our brunch, where the ice skating rink is. That's fantastic. They had drums you know, with firewood and little fires. So we sat drinking our hot chocolates and coffees and the kids were stoking the fire and I came home stinking like a bushfire. (laughs) I had to get up the next morning. Oh, my hair stunk of bushfire, my clothes, everything had to get washed. Just like camping. But the kids had fun. Wonderful. Yeah. How often do kids get to stand around poking a fire and putting kindling and, you know, It was a great experience for them. They loved it. Yeah, that's true. It was all good fun. I I don't think my kids have had that anywhere near enough. I'm I'm a bit afraid of introducing Ava to stoking fires, but aside from that, it's a nice time. And that sounds like, yeah, Ainsbury really had it going this weekend. Yeah, it's still going. It's been going for a couple of weeks. It's, It's yet to continue for a few weeks. So we encourage anybody that's in the local area to come down and join us at Junior Park Run and take advantage of the ice skating rink that's currently down there at Ainsbury. Definitely. Fantastic. Well, it sounds like two very successful park run days and <laughs> thank you for enjoying it on the behalf of many across the country. Oh, I feel bad. <laughs> not at all, not at all. And, hey, Mel, look, it, it has been nice to hear from, yeah, more of the Channel 5 and the Channel 2 news crew who have been out adventuring across the country and and even those 
in the not parkrun world. So, look, is it time to, to savour a bit of the actual parkrun and not parkrun delight? I think so. All right, let's have a listen. I guess you want to know the numbers. All right. The SPF, meaning the Shell Harbour Parkrun Factor, was eight. And the TCC, meaning the Toulon Creek Count, hope I got the pronunciation right this week, was 42. Awesome. Okay, that's all from me. Toodles from Tracy. See you on the V side. Let's hope that Brisbane resumes its normal operations next week. Bye. Good morning Parkrun Adventurers, this is Mark reporting in for Channel 5 News Crew and today we are in South Australia and we're at Mount Barker, the famous Mount Barker and I'm actually here with um, PK. Good morning PK. Mark, what a pleasure it is to meet the man behind the voice far out. I haven't even said that to you yet, just hearing your voice mate um, is magnificent. Uh, Brilliant to have you and the family here. It's good to be here at Mount Barker and uh, thankfully the rain held off for us uh, to, to get out there and do our 5k. I know, right? Yeah, and no, I was very pleased with that. Um, my wife and I, we drive up here, it's about a 20 minute drive and so we do drive through clouds and whatnot, but usually they break as we get through. Um, there was a bit of a pitter-patter as we arrived, but we do have a bit of coverage, but um, uh, so um, Harley being the RD did have to come to us and find us, <laughs> everyone <laughs> gathering under the cover. Um, but um, yeah, it's beautiful. Well, we love it. What, do you, what did you think of Mount Barker? I was actually quite surprised. Like, I don't know what I was expecting. I was actually expecting something hilly. Yep. Um, but um, we've got a couple of your actual old park runners uh, with us. Uh, yes, Wendy and Tony right. have of moved course, to Wagga Bridge. Yes, yeah. Yes. So I was talking to them not long ago and I met, talked about Mount Barker and they said, no, it's not hilly, it's flat as. But I was really quite surprised, like especially with the wetlands you've got here. It's just quite quite a beautiful area. It is absolutely stunning, isn't it? Those, um, so the Laratinga wetlands um, is beautiful, a beautiful area. So we're out the back of the Homemaker Centre, which is like a beautiful big area. We, you know, we're going past a creek here, no crocodiles or alligators. It's okay. Um, but um, <laughs> then you get out there and there's all kinds of wildlife depending on the season. Quite a few bird watchers don't always love us because, you know, we scare away <laughs> the local wildlife. But um, you're right, absolutely flat. Flat as a tack. There's a little dip on the way out. But apart from that, I, am, I was amazed as well when I first started coming here. I'm like, where's the mountain? It wasn't actually until yeah. three years in to doing Mount Barker that I realised there is a mountain. It's that way. <laughs> Beyond. If you kept on going another 5Ks, you'd get to the top of the mountain. <laughs> all right. I think that's enough about Mount Barker. Let's yes, talk about P- PK, the, PK the park runner. <laughs> Um, how long have you been park running for? Uh, five years now. So, gosh, Jan uh, 2016 was my first park run. And, uh, yeah, magnificent. I did it when I first started doing There were only three here in South Australia. And I think there's 30-odd now, 33, 35. Gosh, they keep opening probably more. Yeah. And what got you involved in park run? A mate um, uh, was coming up here and doing... Uh, I had no idea I was not a runner, right? He was doing this thing called Park Run. He'd just bought a new car, a van, and I seriously legitimately thought he was coming up here to do um, drives like car runs through different parks had no idea seriously that was the first time because it wasn't really talked about very much and then but then I realized because then he was certainly wasn't a runner then I realized he was taking the photos so he was coming up here and taking the photos so I then came up and um, thought oh yeah I'll check it out and we we're about to go overseas at the time and I thought it was a great way for the family to keep fit and uh, did not look back 
So Mount Barker was your first? Indeed, yes it was. We went to Torrens the, um, the second week, because I think there were only three park runs at the time. Um, we went to Torrens in town, but it was it was nice, but it was a really tight um, path, lots of people. It was when there, were only, there was only the one park run in, in town, in Adelaide. And then we thought, you know what? Beautiful to drive up through the Adelaide Hills, um, and it's been the best thing ever. Love it. Not including Mount Barker, what is your top three park runs? Oh, mate, great question. I would have to say, I do love doing Lock Hill, which is a beautiful park run um, out on the um, the Adelaide um, the the river on the uh, River Torrens, um, which is a, a beautiful park run through there. I did my first interstate uh, park run uh, the other day in Sydney, which was amazing. Centennial Park reminded me of here through a park. That was my second and my number one. I've got to sound like a, uh, a bit of a tosser, but um, Bushy Park. Oh my gosh, I did Bushy. I did Bushy on the twelfth, but it's twelfth birthday uh, four years ago, and that was just stunning. You've got to, uh, yeah. Everybody who's been there will say it, and everybody who's heard about it wants to go there. So. Just one moment. Go, Dorney! Sorry, one of our legends is going over the line. <laughs> Keep going. Where? Sorry. <laughs> You're all right. Good, good to cheer on the people coming through. Yep. Um, if you could go anywhere in the world next week for a park run, oh. where would you go? So borders are open, passports open, free flights, free accommodation. Mm. Is there a park land in Iceland or Norway? Um, I think there might be Norwegian one. I'd love to go to one of those, but if not, South Africa, because I want to go to one of the park runs where there are insane numbers and just to experience that. I think we were talking before, there are yeah. thousands that go to a South African park run. How many was it Bushy Park when you did that? Uh, it was the 12th birthday and there were 1,212. Yeah. Rigged. <laughs> sure there was. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, yeah, that was amazing. What's your, what's your favourite volunteer role? Uh, definitely run director. I absolutely lap it up. I am the RD next week and I bring the tunes. Um, I always have music going. I just love the energy. I love giving back. I bring some of my crew on board as, um, as all the, the volunteer crew and we just have so much fun. Um, uh, and then second to that is just, well, not even a role, it's just encouraging everyone as, along, the, along the way, mate, and just seeing everyone have a good time. Most important question, where's coffee? <laughs> Coffee. Well, Laratinga right here, the Laratinga Cafe, very a great supporter of um, our park run here, is right on the uh, the end, and Sally and her crew look after us. So um, get on in there, mate, and enjoy it. All right, thanks for having us at Mount Barker, PK. Um, let's go get some coffee. Let's do it, Mark. And thank you so much to your family and to you guys for everything that you do for Parkrun. And it's been fantastic hearing your travels, and I can't wait to see where you turn up next. Thanks for everything you do, mate. We're having to be at uh, Port Lincoln next week. Oh, nice. um, so if you're in the area, pop to Port Lincoln and say hi. Yes. Um, pending travel arrangements. Yeah, but that's right. Who Port, knows, Port Lincoln is the plan for next week. Brilliant. Lap right. it up. Thanks, PK. Well, Parkrunners, while we're waiting for our coffee and uh, breakfast here at the cafe at Mount Barker Park Run. Thought I'd let you know what we've also been up to this week. We uh, did a freedom run at Renmark Park Run down by the Murray River and we also visited Victor Harbour and did a freedom run there. And after completing our run at uh, Victor Harbour, uh, you may recall the other day there was a conversation on the podcast about the pie challenge and Victor Harbour was mentioned with a bakery nearby called the Port Elliot Bakery. So we went along there and uh, had a taste of their sausage roll pie and vanilla slice. The uh, sausage roll there, not bad. I'll give it a 7 out of 10. The, uh, the pie, steak and onion pie, though, I'll give that a 9 out of 10. So if you're in the area at Victor Harbour, do go and check out the Port Elliot Bakery and uh, give the sausage roll a go. But also I would highly recommend a pie. All right, well, that's us done here at uh, Mount Barker Park Run. We'll catch you next time on the Park Run Adventurers. 
Hello Parkrun Adventurers, this is James reporting in for the Channel 2 News Crew. Today we are at Thornton Junior Parkrun. So I'm here with Bethany today. Bethany, why did you come to Junior Parkrun? Because I really like to run and I think it's really fun. Yeah, I feel the same too. How many times have you been to Thornton Junior Parkrun? I think today it was my seventh. Cool. What do you like about Junior Parkrun? Well, some of my friends come and I can talk to them in the holidays and it's really fun. Uh, have you done a normal parkrun? Uh, yeah, I've done a, over 100. Wow. Where do you normally parkrun? Um, at Lockheed Park. Thanks for having a chat, Bethany. You're welcome. Bye. <laughs> so I'm here with Michelle. Um, why do you like being the run director? I love seeing the kids' smiley faces and the sense of accomplishment they get as they come over the finish line. How long have you been volunteering for? I started volunteering in the UK at the junior park runs there. So at least four years, maybe five. Wow. Are the junior park runs in the UK bigger than the ones in Australia? Well, the only one I've got experience is at the Milton Keynes one and it certainly did have more children participating, but it had been running for a lot longer. And I think for me, what I'm learning about the Thornton Park Run is it's not about how big it is, it's just about the fact that we've got kids coming out and having a go. Yeah, that's true. Thank you uh, for talking to me, Michelle. That's a pleasure. Thanks for coming today. That's us done at Thornton Junior Park Run. See you next time on Park and Adventures. Good morning Parkrun Adventurers, it's Greta here and I am at the Avenues Parkrun in South Australia which is a new one for us here in South Australia and I'm here with Steve who's the event director. How are you going Steve? Good thanks. So tell us about the Avenues. Uh, it's been a while in the making. Because I think we talked about launching before COVID. Yeah, about two years ago. Yeah. Um, got the ball rolling and then COVID hit so it was pretty hard to get funding and things like that so um yeah but you had your course very early had the course very early ran it a few times myself wrote it a few times had a few other people look at it to check it out and and all thumbs up and it was just a matter of yeah getting the funding going we got some very early funding we got some from the uh, mount barker council and trail running sa and it was just that last little amount sort of stopped for about a year and a half during covid and then i think everything opened up and then suddenly the funding came forth yeah we had we got some uh funding from wga and then yeah it was all system go i think we had it up and running within about five weeks of that funding so where is the Avenues Park Run? Uh, it's in Kaipo Forest, but uh, Kaipo Forest is a fairly large area. So it's um, at an area called the Avenues Picnic Ground, and it's right near Chukaloo Campground as well, and probably only about maybe 800 metres from the Ranger headquarters. So it's pretty central. So it's in the Adelaide Hills. So for people who aren't in South Australia, it's in the Adelaide Hills, um, and probably the nearest town is Meadows. Meadows, yep. You can either come through from Meadows, or if you're a tourist, you could come up from the lovely wine region of McLaren Vale and come up through that way as well. Yep. And it is, I mean, I must say, it is beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, we start in a um, pine plantation, which has probably been cut down maybe about 
seven years ago, so it started to grow back nicely, but then we go into eucalypt forest, which basically hasn't been touched because they've got bandicoots and things in there. So um, plenty of wildlife to see while you're going walking or running or riding or hiking or whatever you want to do when you come up to visit Kaipo. And for South Australia, it's quite unique because it's a loop, it's a loop yep. course. Yep, I had feedback from people, mostly trail runners and ultra runners, that they wanted a single loop. Um, some of them wanted a trail as well, so it's 100% fire tracks. Um, so, yeah, I think we're the first in the state that's a single loop. Yeah, and it's. Uh, I know the trail runners are very excited about it, coming to South Australia. So tell me a little bit about yourself. What uh, what made you wanted to want to start a park run, and what's been your running journey? Um, I got back into running probably about two years ago, and I used to be a professional footballer in Aussie Rules. So um, I used to be quite fit, and after having children, who did you play for? Uh, North Adelaide in the SNFL. Yeah. Only for a short while, mostly reserves and sort of under 19s. Yeah. But and your yeah. kids came along? Kids came along, bought a house, got into teaching, fitness went downhill, so <laughs> I got back into running. But yeah, I was, I was actually uh, in national parks before that, so Kaipo sort of was the prime location, mixed my running with the environment. That's fantastic. Well, thank you so much for bringing the Avenues Park Run to South Australia. It's been very, very popular. And I think the other unique thing, and as we're talking, um, we're standing around a, a campfire, which is a really lovely thing to have at the beginning of a park run and at the end. Yes. <laughs> um, bring your marshmallows or you can even cook things on there if you want. Or, bring, your, or your billy. You could have your coffee. Yep, have your coffee or pancakes or something. Bring it along. Yeah. And you can, and apart from fire season, but that's that's only in the summer. That's right, that's right. Yeah. So thank you very much. All the best for the Avenues Park Run, and we hope to see you at a park run nearby sometime soon. No worries. Thank you. Good morning, adventurers. It's Alison King here reporting in for the Channel 5 News crew from Trentham Memorial Park Run. Um, it's located in Upper Hearts, which is in the Wellington region of New Zealand. It's pretty cold this morning one degrees frost on the ground but hoping it's going to shape up to be a beautiful day so let's go and see who has come out this morning so i'm with judith we just finished Trentham memorial how'd you find that today judith good cold yeah. <laughs> but beautiful yeah. yeah i'm glad i got up it was a bit of a struggle to go to bed but i'm glad i did it yeah feel good now yes and you ran in short sleeves yeah yeah well i am scottish <laughs> <laughs> and i'm roasting now sweating yeah i couldn't i, I would yeah, not good to put on my jacket. And no. <laughs> um, so there was no doubt in your mind getting up and coming for a run? Oh, there was, there was. My alarm went off at seven and I pushed the snooze till quarter past and then I threw myself out of bed and had a coffee once I'd done oh, that. Yeah. I know how good I feel after it, so it's just think ahead. In an hour, it'll be done. Yeah, and yeah. what do you enjoy about this park run? Oh, I just the people. I like, so I know some of the people and um, I just like the friendliness and it's easy and I know the run now so I know I can do it. It's a psychological thing. I know I can do it now so I do it and I just like how good I feel after it. Yeah. How many good. have you run? I think I've done 13. Awesome. Yes. Lucky for Sam. Yes. Come <laughs> on, keep on going and get those milestones. Thank you. Cool. Thanks for joining us. Oh, thank you. So I'm at the finish with Cara. Cara, you've got a Kiwi accent, but you've come probably the furthest, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, I grew up in Lower Hutt, um, and I have lived the last 
18 years in North Queensland, so I've come from North Queensland and to do parkrun at Trentham Memorial. Yeah, you don't tell your family that. <laughs> no, no, no. Of course, I came here to see them. Yeah. And so, what's your home parkrun? Early Beach, which, um, yeah, it's friendly, it's scenic, it's beautiful, we love it, and yeah, love parkrun because of it. Yeah. Very different to this one though, I imagine. Yes, yes. In winter we might start with something long sleeved, but it wouldn't last very long and usually it's just t-shirt singlets. Yeah. yeah. And how did you feel this morning when you rocked up? Yeah, it was, <laughs> I took lots of photos. It was so novel for me, but yeah, really cold. And I knew it was going to be, I think, three degrees, but it was one degree. So yeah, no, but good fun. Yeah. And what did you think of the course? It was beautiful. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I um, took several photos along the way, so no PV today, but yeah, no, beautiful course. Yeah, and so when you come back to New Zealand, where else will you be going? Um, Cavity's next on my list because I've got family in Lower Hutt, so yeah, maybe Greytown, maybe Palmerston North. Yeah, try to get yeah. around all the Lower North Island ones. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool, well, thanks for coming. You're welcome, thank you. So I'm with Alan, who's the event director for Trentham. Thanks for putting on an awesome park run for us. Not a problem. Um, would you like to describe the course for our listeners? Um, our course is an out and back course. We begin right beside Barton's Bush and we head around the outside of Barton's Bush along a sealed path. And when we uh, we get to the stop bank, we, we uh, head over the stop bank get to the river, turn left, follow the river trail along. Uh, we get out to about 2.6 kilometres um, where we turn around and we come back, back over the stop bank. But instead of coming the, the way we ran out, we go through the back of Buttons Bush and come through a nice bush section. And then we come out of the bush, you've got about a 94 metre sprint to the finish line. It's a really cool course. Um, can you tell us your parkrun history, Alan? Because uh, you're one of the unique parkrunners in this country. Unique? Okay. <laughs> I started at the Lower Hutt Park Run on the very first day, and back then I was part of an organisation called NZHL, and um, to cut a very long story short, I got the head of marketing and the CEO together with uh, Paul Swinton-Hewitt when he came out, um, and the um, Park Run operational people at the time, uh, and New Zealand Home Loans ended up sponsoring uh, the, the event um, for about six or seven years from memory um so um yeah so that was quite cool um and i left about two and a half years ago um and i've been living in upper hut for six years but running at lower hut so high time <laughs> that we had a course closer to home the strange thing is i actually get up earlier now to come to an event that's closer than what i used to when i was just running uh, as, as an mm. athlete down at lower hut that's what happens when you decide to set up your own <laughs> yeah oh, oh. some not park run dogs <laughs> no. to add because no. uh, park run were just wrapping up for the morning so you pleased with how it went yeah we've got a bit of a, a course issue at the moment with some uh, river erosion so uh, you might you might have heard it here first uh, but we're looking at a, at a B course uh, whilst some works are in place to, to fix our fix up yeah. the, the problem we've got so and it's cold but a beautiful morning the coldest I've seen it when I got out of bed it was negative too that's not right no. <laughs> oh thanks again for an awesome day no worries so I'm with Sarah at the finish of Trentham Memorial so welcome Sarah Hello. So you are probably the most recent parkrunner in New Zealand to complete all, well, up until today, all 33 parkruns. <laughs> yes, I did it in the middle of May this year. 
and I've got plans to go up to the new Sherwood Reserve Park run pretty soon. Yeah, so this morning at 7.59 you were a countryman, but at 8.01. Not anymore, unfortunately. No. No. Um, What brought you to New Zealand? Um, So I moved here with my partner and uh, while we were I was on a two-year visa and the plan was to do all of the park runs because it would get me around the country and I can go and explore New Zealand yeah. while I'm doing park runs yeah now your accent's a German accent isn't it yes so yeah. I'm originally from Austria there are no park runs there um, but I lived in the UK for 10 years yeah and can you tell our listeners what your home park run is so now my home park run is Trenton Memorial uh, previously, it was uh, Riddlesdown, so I've yeah. done 183 events there. Yeah, and, and I guess doing parkrun is a great way to explore a new country, isn't it? Yes, it was really good to get around and uh, meet everybody and also see the countryside. Yeah, did you have a particular favourite? Uh, no, <laughs> um, they're all different and they're all really good, so I don't really have yeah. favourites. That's cool, and um, this morning a bit cold. Yes, actually, I said to the people, if the Austrian comes with a hat and her ski jacket, it is cold. <laughs> well, I think we all warmed up eventually, didn't we, on that run? Yeah, and it's really nice and sunny now. Yeah, and off to the fig tree. Yes, yeah. caramels, con and a latte. Cool, thanks so much. Cheers, bye. And that's a wrap from Trentham Memorial Park Run here in the Upper Hutt city of New Zealand. This is part of the Greater Wellington region. So if you're in Australia and you're wanting some park run tourism, you can fly into Wellington, see into the airport there, Wellington International. And there's a train that goes all the way to Upper Hutt too. But I understand that if you do rely on the train, you may just about reach the start on time, maybe a little bit late. I think they should uh, petition the train company to see if they can change the train times on Saturdays. Anyway, there were 56 finishers and just going through the results, as well as Cara, who is a Kiwi based in Queensland, I spotted another first timer to this event who also came over from Australia. So a shout out to Miles Savage. Um, He had run in another New Zealand park run the week prior. But it looks like from his results that he is a Victorian park runner, having run most of his 200 and something park runs at Maribyrnong. So um, I had to look at through his um, events to see which ones he'd run. And he hasn't yet visited Toulon Creek. So maybe Miles needs to add that to his parkrun adventures in the future. Anyway, that's all from me. I hope everyone's rugged up in this winter and I'll hopefully see you at another adventure soon. We had heaps of reports this week, Ollie. Great to hear from everybody, all the Channel 5 news crew coming in and Tracy in a tutu as well. It was. And nice to see that uh, Mark and the family did make it across the border. Yes. And Ollie, they went to the Port Elliot Bakery. Yes. Tick for the Sausage Roll Club. I know. Although the Sausage Roll didn't rate awfully high, but the pie did. Yeah, I didn't hear how the snot log rated, but maybe that's not even, you know, a consideration. It's a moot point. Yeah, there was no reference to the snot log. (laughs) Yeah. Well done, Mark. Fantastic effort. Mm. And, Ollie, we now have a TCC as well as an SPF. (laughs) You can never get enough acronyms. (laughs) We're all about creating acronyms here on the Parkrun Adventures, but the TCC... 
was 42. So that's just blown the SPF previous record out of the water. Well and truly, well and truly. And it just shows that there is a lot of love for Toolin Creek and it was nice to hear said love for (laughs) Toolin Creek. Hey, I'm all about balance. It was very well received. I think the Toolin Creek community appreciated the love they received. Nice to also hear from our fellow Parkrun family over in New Zealand as well. Yes, Trentham Memorial where Alison could be found this last parkrun day. She spoke to quite a few people over there. Yeah, look, it sounded like a particularly cold one, maybe not mild cold that I heard described Victoria as this one was legit cold. (laughs) (laughs) And another launch in New Zealand. There was, yes. And there was a Victorian over there running at Trentham Memorial, I believe. Yeah. Alison mentioned Miles Savage, another... Victorian park runner who has ran most of his events at Maribyrnong, but yet, I believe, to run at Toolan Creek. Ah, okay. Well, there's still time. There's still time. <laughs> but, yes, coming back to the, the South Australians, great to hear. Thank you, Greta, and thank you, James. Yes, Greta previewed the avenues and spoke to ED Steve out there. Yeah. The avenues is situated in the Kaipo Forest in the Adelaide Hills, and as has previously been mentioned, is the only one-loop course in South Australia. It's held 100% on fire tracks, so is being very well received by the trail running community out in South Australia. Yeah, and the fact that it has a campfire there, Mel, that makes it a winter favourite. That's very unique for a park run, isn't it? BYO marshmallows, Ollie. Yep. <laughs> but James did brilliantly talking to Bethany, who, as well as being a junior park runner, has also done over 100 events of 5K events, mostly at Lockheel. And uh, he also spoke to the RD Michelle. Fantastic report, James. Always a pro. Thank you very much. Yeah. We, we look forward to hopefully hearing a little more. I, mean, uh, I understand that there aren't necessarily more junior park runs on the trail planned for the Scarborough team. But I think James has um, exhausted his Southern Junior Park Runs experiences at the moment because he has already been to Ainsbury and I believe he's been to Westerfolds and now he's been to Thorndon. Yeah, he's, he's covering the junior circuit pretty well. Thank you, James. He's a little gun. Well done, James. <laughs> and Mel, whilst there wasn't necessarily as much park running going on on Saturday. There was clearly a lot of park faff at the cafe. There was. It was all about France, Ollie. It was all about croissants and profiteroles. Well, it was in my house in any case. (laughs) I feel like I missed out. Yes, and everybody jumped on board. Firstly, we heard from Adelina Trott, who said, Je m'appelle Adelina, et je suis allée dans mon Westerfolds Park Run, et je me suis porté volontaire en tant que scanner de codes bar. And um, I'm sorry for potentially making a mess of that. I did my best, schoolgirl French. <laughs> you will. Look, disclaimer there. That was the best possible coverage we could have provided of the uh, the, Fr- <laughs> the French speaking side of things today, because uh, yeah, I was clearly not to be allowed near the French language today. Uh, so thank you, Mel, and thank you, Adelina. Uh, thank you for volunteering. I hope barcode scanning was fun. Mm. And we also heard from Sally Heppelston, a pictureless adventure to Warrnambool, cup also full, mud, sand, gravel, grass, wind. Rain, an adventure. 
Sounds like a wild time down there at Warrnambool, Sally. That sounds like my kind of park run, just to mention. <laughs> I like that combination. Sounds like a bear hunt to me. <laughs> <laughs> and we heard from Andrew Turner, run directing at Maribyrnong this chilly morning, followed by a long black at the boathouse. Great to meet Scott and Joanne Watkins touristing from Albert Park. Oh, excellent. Thank you for volunteering too. And Tanya Bailey, also volunteering. Thank you, Tanya. Timekeeper today on a very chilly minus three at Pegasus. Lovely sunrise and 90 participants. Wow. And it did look like a lovely sunrise too. And Bruce Purdy. Today's adventure was to the Churchill Park Run, my first ever uni-based park run. Churchill is a town that was created to cater for the many powerhouses in the area and was named after Winston Churchill, against the wishes of the locals. They preferred the name Hazelwood. In the centre of the shopping area is this giant cigar-shaped monument, which is known as Churchill's Cigar. And thank you, Bruce. I have previously visited Churchill Park Run on a couple of occasions and I had no idea about that monument, so mm. I shall have to check that out if I'm back in the area. And I do know about the reference to Hazelwood because the power um, station that's out that way was called Hazelwood, which is now shut down. Oh, I remember the Hazelwood power station. Do you? Yes. Well, not, not that I've been there, of course, but I certainly remember the reference. Ah, there you go. We also heard from Tracy Leeper. Not park run for me today due to Brisbane's lockdown. Yeah. With your trace. But um, well done for getting out for not park run. That's right. And Sam Schroeder. Bonjour. Today, after a cheeky sleep in and a listen to the pod with coffee in bed, we eventually got up and completed the Love Shack Not Park Run, a nice out and back with a decent hill. Back home, we enjoyed homemade roulade de. S- oh, Ollie. <laughs> Uh, de saucisse? De saucisse and cafe au lait at Luke's Cafe. It was Luke's first time making sausage rolls and they were delicio. Is that how you say that? I'm um, your wrong point of reference. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> A very enjoyable lockdown park run indeed. We're getting caught out with all these French words. Yes. And we heard from Rebecca Bailey. Oh, Beck. Uh, <laughs> 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 Uh, bonjour et bon retour à uh, Parkrun France. Well done, Ollie. Which uh, is uh, good morning and welcome back, Parkrun France. Is that right? I believe so. Oh, well, <laughs> happy return. Yeah, I'll, I'll just be quiet now. Okay. Hang on. There's more, Ollie. You missed some. Oh, I missed some. My apologies, Beck. All right. Good morning <laughs> and a happy return to Parkrun France. I checked out Warilla Bakery this morning for some baked goods. Lived in the area three years and never been to this bakery. Two out of ten <gasps> sausage roll. Oh, pastry a bit firm and not flaky. Meat a bit bland. Better check out a different bakery next time. Mm. Mm. And I'm going to continue the French roll here, Mel. Uh, we also heard from Val Warwick. Bonjour, mes amis. Park run at home this morning. As I slowly made my way along our puddle field course today, I thought of you all in lockdown and knew how lucky we were. A very small for Devonport group today with Steve being tailwalker and me getting tokens 85 and 86. In my lone walking reverie, I did see a Marie Antoinette moment, sort of. A juvenile Pacific gull had caught a fish and was being pursued by another juvenile Pacific gull 
and a much smaller, loudly squawking silver gull demanding said fish. A few seconds later, those two juveniles flew back past me, sans poisson. Marie Silvergold had her way and the hapless young ones went hungry. Coffee on the way home, where an omelette was the order of the day in Le Hotel de Warwick. P.S. Excuse my schoolgirl French. After all, it was 1965 when I did my New South Wales leaving certificate. Val, I've just butchered your schoolgirl French, so... You've done fantastically. I'm still trying to figure out how how Val got token 85 and 86. Well, I think that's the way I read it, Steve being Tower Walker and her. Uh, so the two of them. Oh, yes. okay. Yes. I understand now. Yeah, it's all in the delivery, of which I failed. Sorry, Val. No, no. <laughs> you, did, you did well. You did well. Okay. And Mandy Oliver, surface park run today with the – GCM, Gold Coast Marathon cancelled, and Main Beach, Paradise Point, and Broad Beach cancelled. We had increased numbers despite the rain. That's right. And and my understanding there, of course, is that, uh, as Mandy says, with a few of the park runs there having been cancelled due to the marathon, before the marathon itself was cancelled, yeah, they had a, a slightly lighter load in the Gold Coast of their usual park runs. I was not aware, uh, despite my park run experience so far that you could not uncancel a park run. Oh. But surface ran, uh, they weren't part of obviously COVID restrictions. Yeah, the Gold Coast. And Main Beach, Paradise Point and Broad Beach. Main Beach was cancelled because of the Gold Coast Marathon, but Paradise Point and Broad Beach, were they COVID restrictions? No. My understanding is that they were a part of the course or a part oh, of the okay. event impact Uh, for the Gold Coast Marathon. Okay, roger that. Having not done the course myself, couldn't be sure, but yes, fortunately for the Gold Coast, their restrictions were lifted in time. Okay. So well done, Mandy. Yes, and Ingrid Bother did my local not park run today. It's a flat out and back with a couple of optional loops if you're feeling energetic. Terribly disorganised. Started three hours late after a sleep in. No marshals, so it ended up being six kilometres and the run director was too busy making pancakes in the cafe to log my result until later in the day. On the plus side, being out on the course so long gave me time to reflect on how lucky we have been and how wonderful this community is. Excellent. It's nice to see the silver lining of that extra kilometre. Yeah. Made the pancakes all the sweeter too, I'm sure. Bonus kilometre. <laughs> Gail Weston, I ran at Bendigo Botanic Gardens. It was cold, so cold, but a beautiful course. And Vicky Thompson, didn't venture too far today. Tail walker at Cascades on Clyde Wetlands, followed by a very tasty raspberry and coconut porridge at Cafe Duro. Back to touristing the next couple of weekends. Mark Scarborough, we've just run at Mount Barker with PK. Now at Laratinga Cafe for breakfast and coffee. Excellent. Sounds like it was a good morning at uh, Mount Barker. And Alison King, celebrated with an omelette au fromage at the Fig Tree Cafe following a chilly Trentham Memorial Park run. The omelette was Trebian. Oh, Kate Dull. Listened to the pod on my longest run back from injury after injury to Warringal Parklands Parkrun, then finished by smashing my Parkrun PB, a sub 30 minutes PB finally, after being on 30.26 since my first event in May 2017. Not a bad way to finish off a 15K run and my first Parkrun since our lockdown 
I was RD Coburg Parkrun on Parkrun's return last week. Nice work, Kate. Smashed it, Kate. Well done. Wow. That's brilliant. That's excellent. That's a big jump. That's huge. Yeah. And after a 15-kilometre run, <laughs> what? <laughs> Who does that? And Chris Fraser, I'm late to the party because I didn't start my not park run till late afternoon, which delayed brunch till Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> what is he doing? Went for a walk to find croissants, had given up, and on the way back home, pleasant surprise when coffee shop had both croissants and sausage rolls just 700 metres from front door. <laughs> I'm surprised there's a bakery that he didn't know about within that kind of a distance from his house. Just feeling it out. <laughs> feeling it out. Cameron Drake, this morning I had to reprimand some kids on a trail bike. Choice words were used and afterwards I had to, pardon my French. No comment. Jackie O'Connell, we did a pea park run. Phillip Island park run. O'Connell's out touristing again this week. Excellent. Not a bad spot. Claire Stutchbury. Grateful to be out of lockdown for Parkrun, 89th different event, 26th Queensland event and number 33 for our tourist streak at the very welcoming Gatton Parkrun. Happy to fit in between the rain, followed by a delicious brekkie at Tins and Trays. Wow. Still out and about those um, tourists, Claire and Jack. Yeah, Claire and Jack clocking it up. Well done. Oh, I haven't done Gatton. Have you done Gatton? No, well beyond my experience. I don't know anything about Gatton. We need to get on the on the job. Mm. Brett Bailey ran Pegasus with Brunner in a brisk minus three degrees, and that concludes our Bailey shot for this week. <laughs> a bit of an iced Bailey shot this week. Um, <laughs> Tony O'Connell, last-minute decision to cross the bridge to Phillip Island. Listened to the Tulane Creek podcast. Ah, Toolin, Toolin Creek. See, you know, when you say something that much, you start to question if you're saying it correctly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it could be to learn, but that might be the posh way to say the event. Yes. But down here, grassroots, we say it's Toolin. Toolin. All right, Mm. Toolin. Excellent. And Tracy Wood, morning team, no park run from me, but myself and Hound came down to check out Kedron Course anyway. And I believe the uh, the water under the bridge was quite high down at Kedron this week. Yeah, a couple of puddles there. Faye Morgan, park run at Varsity Lakes. And a brilliant photo that Faye posted of herself in front of the Varsity Lakes sign. Did you see that, Ollie? Yes, evidence there, absolutely. Yeah, the letters were bigger than Faye. <laughs> and Simon Mackley, no park run for me today. It's been a long and disrupted week, but for all the greater good. Hopefully we are back next week. We hope so too, Simon. Here, here. Kathy Lambert, no park run for me. Brisbane lockdown, but I did see a photo of my family and I at Fontainebleau park run three years ago. Wow, that's pretty impressive um, memory to pop up. I reckon. Timing. Karen Hamilton, locked down and missed the Gold Coast Marathon, did it as a virtual, ran a new PB from my watch, and if you look closely, the northern turnaround of the route is at Sandon Point Park Run. Very well done. Just a tidy little uh, marathon PB there. Yeah, impressive. Errol Poole, coffee with my daughter 
in Williamstown after ticking off South Para Reservoir Park Run to regain my South Australian statesmanship. Double bonus, Errol. South Australian statesmanship, tick. Coffee with your daughter, tick. And Marg Prouse. We volunteered at Wallaby Trek Park Run, but had done a not park run before we went with Maxine Johnson. So uh, double the park run fun on Saturday for Marg. Yes, well done. And last but not least, Ricardo Rambini. Born chance, Mezami. Thank you, Ricardo. Thank you, everyone. Great to hear from everybody this week at Dazzers in our very French-themed post. Oh, look, and um, I think with a bit of luck, we can we can see a few more out on the, the parkrun circuit next parkrun day. But, hey, we're all happy to embrace a, a good parkrun cafe uh, and on a not parkrun day if that's what it takes. Thank you, Dazza, for hosting us. Ollie, if we haven't got a country coming back next week, what are we going to do? I'm, I'm going to be um, hmm. struggling to, to know what... Theme does it can have? Good question, Mel. Good question. Maybe it'll have to be the tennis. Haven't we got Wimbledon going on at the moment? We do have Wimbledon. Oh, okay. Oh, look, and and as I may have mentioned, I am a bit partial to the soccer as well. We've got the Euros. We've got the Copper America in South America. <laughs> Sorry. They, they, Sorry, they, Mel. Hang yes. on, hang on. I think those those Englishmen might get a bit upset about you calling it soccer. <laughs> Just trying to be a bit balanced here. No, it is called football in this household. <laughs> I think our English listeners uh, are all subject to what happens between time of recording and actual podcast release will either be very upset or very excited as uh, running the risk of that old trick of podcasting of saying something when you know something's going to change before it actually gets released. There's a semi-final standing between England and a, uh, I think, a first ever Euro Grand Final. Is Australia not in it? No, no. So this is just the European Championship. Oh, well, that's not interesting. <laughs> well, it's, it's, <laughs> it's interesting for any of our listeners that follow England, just as much any of our listeners that might follow Denmark, Italy or Spain as well, of course. And in our defence, that game with the funny round ball, we do call soccer in this country. That's right. I think I spent a good decade or two trying to call it football and I gave in again. Because out here, footy, footy is AFL, which we uh, embrace and love, our AFL. We're inclusive. We enjoy many, many different sports, don't we, Ma? Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us Getting do anyway. Getting back to the tennis. And <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. I'm sure there's a theme for Dazza. <laughs> In any case, I think Do it's- Do I have to buy a soccer ball? Oh, I've got to buy a soccer ball, don't I? Oh. <sighs> yeah, do it, Mel. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that the budget extends to all these props. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I need enough. a sponsor. What are we going to get a sponsor, Ollie? Oh, I don't know. Look, Maybe we, Lombards we, we, could sponsor me. <laughs> we, we spent the entire budget on Parkrun Adventurous Towers. I know. <laughs> yes. What, what was with that? Hang on a minute. We You talked the other week about there being no consultation. I don't remember being consulted for the fact that the new informant now has her own office. What happened there? <laughs> <laughs> Look, management said it had to be that way, so uh, I wasn't I wasn't going to uh, challenge in this particular one. Right. And there's plenty of room for all of us. Okay. There's a desk for everyone in the Channel 5 news crew. <laughs> there's even a separate office with the Channel 2 news crew on the door. Wow. So, uh, yeah. This is clearly where all the budget's being spent. <laughs> it was a good deal. <laughs> 
Speaking of such things. Speaking of such things, maybe it's time we check in to Parkrun Adventures Towers with the informant. disgusting. People are like animals. Anyhow, these are the unofficial stats. They are only current at the time they are collected and may differ from the stats you read elsewhere. But you wouldn't do that because you can get it right here at Parkrun Adventurers. Last weekend, there were 559 runs taking place in 9 countries. There were 307 in Australia and 34 in New Zealand. Denmark had 8, Japan had 11, Poland had 74, Russia 53, UK 35, USA 29, and we welcome back the Frenchly Froglegs. Oh, far out. Ollie, he called France the Frenchy Froglegs. I don't care, just figure something out. Well, now I'm going to have to start over. Just continue on. Well, I can't call them Frenchy Froglegs on air. Just leave it and I'll edit that bit out. Oh, you'll forget, just like the budgies. I won't forget. You will forget. You always forget. Just leave it and hurry up. We're running out of time. If you want to be the regular informant, you, you're going to have to learn to get on with the rest of the office. I get along with beige trousers. It's beige trousers that keeps putting bad stuff in the stats. Hurry up. Oh, far out. Oh. We welcome back France with eight events. There were four launches. Dorset Recreation Reserve in Victoria, Sherwood Reserve in Auckland, New Zealand, and two in Poland at Blony and Bolwan at Whistler, or something like that. Aussie New Zealand attendance was down a massive 7,700. We had 25,034 runners out of 36,382 worldwide. We had 2,815 PBs, while 852 people participated for the first time. 66 juniors reached their Junior 10 milestone. 146 people reached their 50 milestone. 97 reached their 100 milestone. And 13 people reached their 250 milestone. 15 people called bingo. Jean Tully was the quickest with 158 events. Noah Sullivan was the slowest person taking 315 events. We have nine new states peoples and they all come from the ACT. Angus Lamb, Kate Orish, Greg Lane, Graham Patrick, David Orish, Lil Broomby, Melissa Edmondson, Fiona Whiteson and Stephanie Pell. On the top 20 most Australian New Zealand events list, Kevin Muller drops one place after Tony Jennings ran at Anderson to be outright 15th. This drops Kevin down to 16th. The biggest winners on the overall most events list was Nadine Crawford, who jumped 13 from 242 up to 229 when she ran at Warringal Parklands. Other notables are Brent Radoslovich plus Marilyn and Bradley McCann, who all moved up nine places. 189 people increased their Windex. Most of these, 145 of them, are people who got their one by attending the launches. 
Kate Corner was the biggest mover, up 12 points to 16. Carolyn Vandermeer moved up 9 places to 118, which is pretty impressive. And Wendy Beckhouse also moved up 9 to 77. To see these stats in full, visit www.theinformant.me or follow The Informant on Facebook. This has been The Informant and my stats report... Well, my report is... is a report of stats. And great to hear again this week from our new informant, Ollie. Very nice. Thank you to The Informant. Very comfortable there. Yes, and welcoming back France as well. So nice to see Parkrun returning in a, in another country. Uh, we're really looking forward to seeing a few more returns, hopefully not too far away. Yes, we're creeping closer to England's return. Yeah, touching wood here. And, of course, you know, a, a few others may be a little uncertain, but uh, who else is who else is coming up? Is it the Germans? Is it Parkrun Germany? I think so. Yes. We'll keep our eyes peeled. We look forward to sharing a bit of Parkrun delight as you, as you all return. Definitely. And getting our German flags ready. That's right. So, Mel. Hopefully, another parkrun day coming. What are your plans next parkrun day? Well, I think I might head off to event two of our recent launch at Dorset Recreation Reserve. Ah, new parkrun, yes. Yeah, check it out. It is local to my mum. Yeah. And my plans are to go over and visit mum, take her to Parkrun and bring her back over for a visit over in Meltown. So that's all going to work nicely for me next week. Fantastic. And another weekend at Juniors, I'm sure. Yes. Yes, yes. Oh, um, sorry, Mel. Hang on. It's the 11th of July, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Is it longest run day? Oh, it is. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going somewhere else with that. I got confused for a minute. <laughs> um, yes. So I will be at Juniors on Saturday, obviously, for, for our regular event. Sunday. However, as part of one of the Western Victorian longest runs, uh, Ainsbury is throwing in a 5K course. So I'll hang out there for that and take part in that and then continue on maybe with some more events on Sunday. Fantastic. Hmm. And so Melbourne in its return to the longest run, it, it is returning to the, the Western side event, the Eastern side event. So how many do we have going on? Here? Oh, there's there's Gippsland, there's Southeast, there's North, and two in the West. Excellent. As far as I'm aware, no, oh, I'm not aware of any of those cancelling. So, yeah, believe they'll all be going ahead. Fantastic. Well, yeah, look forward to seeing some pictures. Good luck to you and to everyone taking part. Thank you. May there be water in the puddle. <laughs> Complete with duck. Yet to be named duck. Oh, yes. I was going to take the duck around with me on all the events, wasn't I? That's right. Yeah. It sounds like you've... What should I say? It sounds like your puddle will be full this weekend, Mel. <laughs> Is that like my bucket's full? My That's puddle's right. full? Yes. Definitely. I think so. And, yeah, we, we're not confident that you'll be back this week, Ollie. There's a chance, I believe, that there could be an announcement on Friday, but to be honest, it, it's not looking overly optimistic for you guys. Um. Yeah, not entirely. <laughs> With the current lockdown in the Greater Sydney area, which this time includes this particular local government area, we'll see. I think it's ending midnight on Friday night and, yeah, the, the cases are not tracking in a positive direction. So provided this 
saw back of mine fixes itself up, either it's out to Bass Point, not Park Run again, or maybe I have to go and find the Maypole. <laughs> well, that's always a silver lining. That's right. And look, I'm pretty sure I've got to catch up on some croissants, probably a sausage roll, and I swear there's a snot lot to catch up on. So I've got plans. That's good to hear. Ollie, you've got to make your own fun. That's assured. Excellent. Well, Mel, thanks for another catch up. Uh, and everyone, thank you for your time. As always, you can contact us via Facebook or our email, which is parkrunadventures at gmail.com. Like to obviously wish everyone a, um, not sure if you say it's a, it's a happy NADOC week, but um, we'd like to acknowledge that it's NADOC week and anyone out there taking part in any events or naturally acknowledging their local community. Please feel free to share it with us and tell us you know, what land you're park running on or not park running on. Mm. And we'll see you next week for more adventures. this week. I hope you are back soon. Talk to you next week. Bye!